Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. News Review, Steve Oaken is joining us today. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, GVZ. How you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. The 2019 Novel Coronavirus mm-hmm. is the official name, uh, and it is officially starting to uh, cause trouble for a lot of people in the business community. Uh, what, are we, what are we looking at from your perspective? It is, and, and the real concern is not kind of where we are now, but where we're going. And you see Singapore shifting its messaging. It used to be, you know, don't wear a mask unless you need one, unless you're sick yourself. Now it's how do you stop from getting the disease? You know, wash your hands, don't touch your face. But also to stress that fear and panic are going to be much worse than the harm the disease may end up causing, the virus may end up causing. And and that fear and panic is what people are really starting to wonder, is that going to kick in or not? Now, of course, the prime minister spoke uh, last night at length in a recorded message about um, really trying to bring the country together again and, and talking about our, our strength as a country that can work together to solve problems and, and also to be reasonable in the way we approach things. Of course, we saw people hoarding various supplies uh, in, in recent days uh, after the Code Orange was announced on Friday. Uh, but the, the, the prime minister, I think, bringing up a very good point, which is, look, we, you know, this country has the resources to deal with a problem like this. Um, and it will be made so much easier if people just, you know, kind of take a breath and, and, uh, and, and help and st- instead of getting in the way by panicking. Well, look, Singapore is an open government. It is a transparent government. People have great faith and trust in the Singapore government. What the concerns are is what's happening in the neighborhood around Singapore, because Singapore has a relatively speaking large number of cases. Some of the neighboring countries are reporting zero cases. No one believes that's possible. So what's happening that we don't know about? And then you have with Chinese New Year coming to an end, as an example, you've got a million Chinese workers going to Africa. Africa cannot handle, the countries in Africa cannot handle an outbreak like they can here. What happens if people from Africa start to come here? How do you know that they were exposed or not exposed to the virus? So that's really a, a lot of the concern going on. And so what you're seeing and the impact to business now is people stopping travel um, out of Singapore to other countries and people stopping travel coming here. And so you're getting the real hit at first is in travel, tourism and conferences. Of course, we are we've seen a positive step by the Hong Kong government. Uh, yesterday was the first day that they, you know, have been closing, in effect, closing the border. Uh, and anyone who comes in from China has to go through a, a two week uh, self quarantine um, if they if they want to enter. And I think the statistic was Friday night, ninety five thousand people came into Hong Kong. Uh, the ban went into, or the the new uh, rules went into effect Saturday morning. And Saturday by Saturday evening, only nine thousand had come in. You know, so it was a massive. Obviously, a massive difference. Uh, but even though they're taking those steps, first of all, how do you enforce with 100,000 people? How do you enforce a home quarantine? It's just not going to happen, right? Even though the penalties for skipping out are high. Um, and so in the meantime, you know, basically you have people in Hong Kong that may or may not be infected who have free travel to Singapore and other places. Well, and it's why businesses here, you know, I have a lot of friends and their corporate travel policy now is banning travel to China. And it's not just, you know, mainland China. It is to greater China. So it's Hong Kong, it's Taiwan, and it's the, you know, the People's Republic. So you're starting to see those business impacts because you're exactly right. And it's that unknown that is really 
hitting the business community here and, and, and regionally right now. And the question is, how much longer is this going to go on and is it going to get worse? Which is why Singapore is getting that message out, you know, that fear and panic can be much worse than the virus itself. You and I, of course, are members of the American Chamber of Commerce uh, here, and we were set to take part in a, in a big multi-chamber event uh, coming up, and that has now been postponed or canceled, depending on how the timing works out. Well, no, postponed. And, and I think that's where, you know, AmCham Singapore was running the annual conference of the 21, you know, American Chambers of Commerce across Asia Pacific. We've just decided, let's do it next year in Singapore. So for uh, an AmCham Singapore perspective, in a way, it may be better to do it next year because if we did hold it this year. You wouldn't have nearly the, the regional visitors yeah. that you'd have before. The The associations that are getting hit hard are those who are going to have to cancel as opposed to postpone. We postponed, but there are events that are being canceled. That's a lot of revenue to businesses here, to the associations themselves or the organizations and the, their workers. And that's why we're all going to watch what Singapore does with its budget uh, announcement on February 18th as to what type of um, you know, what type of support are they going to give uh, those SMEs and the hotels and, and everyone else being affected by these cancellations as opposed to what, what AmCham had to do, which was a postponement? Yeah. How do you how do you adjudicate, you know, uh, doling out money uh, or compensation in some way to to so many businesses? Um, and, and how do you decide what the amount is and all that? I, I would imagine they're working overtime this weekend, uh, as they have been already for weeks, trying to figure that out uh, as they come up with the budget announcement uh, that we are expecting um, when, when the budget's released. Uh, underlying all this, Steve, I think is the, the, the realization that uh, in, a, in a country of five and a half million people, we have what, you know, 30 cases now, right? Or do the math. It is small. Now, you could argue that part of that reason it is small is because there's been such good, uh, you know, good uh, um, work by the health services, of course, and the government to keep people doing that. But but the reality is, it, you know, the chances of somebody getting sick are pretty remote. And, and it's it's both that and the difference between now and SARS is that the mortality rate uh, is way lower for the 2%, coronavirus, I believe, yeah. yeah, as opposed to what it was for SARS. Well, two percent globally in mm. Singapore, it's way lower than even two mm. percent, uh, and so that is where um, it is still. Relatively speaking, business is normal right now here. People are still going to meetings. While you might have regional conferences being canceled, you know, AmCham Singapore, as an example, is having its regular slate of briefings. We had 60 people at an event last week on, on the coronavirus. We had, you know, a couple dozen people for a cybersecurity and insurance uh, uh, session, which is normal. So those things, it's still business as, as usual here for those of us who are here. It's just the regional impact, and this is such a regional and global hub for business, sure. that, that, that's where the impact is going. If the mortality rate goes up, if the epidemic curve rate doesn't come down, this is going to keep going on for, for quite some yeah. time. I will say I've seen more bottles of hand sanitizer <laughs> in the last two weeks than I have in the last 15 years uh, here in Singapore. So uh, that is certainly something that has changed. Uh, we are all being a little bit more careful about who we shake hands with, what we touch, and then how often we're washing our hands and, and sanitizing our hands, I guess. So. Well, I'm still, I'm now, you know, for, for, for the first time I went to, to shake somebody's hand and they said no. Uh, and they're like, I'm not shaking hands now. 
now. And he said, okay, I forgot, you yeah. know, but uh, in, in SARS, we did the, you know, we did the bowing. You'd bring your hands to your chest and, yeah. and bow to get out of that habit of shaking hands. And we may be headed uh, back there again. Bring back the namaste uh, hands to the center uh, thing, right? Right. So, all right. Well, Steve, thank you very much for that. Uh, much appreciate your uh, input on what's happening with the coronavirus. My pleasure, GVZ.